1: submit your faith story or prayer request today at jenniferjackson.com you're listening to simply for women
2: I feel like the luckiest girl in the whole wide world today <laughs> because I've had two wonderful friends here in the studio. I had Tammy earlier and her, one of her BFFs, Patty, and they are part of the Simply for Women ministry team. We go to church together. We serve together. We've been all the way to Israel together. And Patty, as well, was a pastor's daughter. So she has even an, another special place in my heart because she understands pastors and their families and all of that. And so anyway, Patty you're a mom, you're a Mimi. Mimi and loves her Mimi. grandbabies. That's right. <laughs> uh, but you're really a wonderful woman of God. You shine so bright. You're Thank a great you. leader, uh, a heart for the Lord. That's uh, It's enormous, your heart for the Lord. Welcome to the show. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. It's really special, and we will try not to cry. <laughs> well, I can't guarantee that. <laughs> that's right. Tell us about growing up as a pastor's kid. Is, is there hope for my children? There is hope. Okay, There's good. I hope you're hope praying. Yes. <laughs> it I was pray, pray for
1: all of them because... Cause it's rough as a pastor's um, child, because you're held at a standards a little bit higher than most. And people are looking at you all the time. And my personality at the time was, if you tell me something, I'm going to do the complete opposite. <laughs> and my dad would tell you that too. <laughs> oh, wow. So, um, I rebelled for a very, very long time. Not that I didn't know any better because I would go do something and I'd come back and I'd pray like, mm-hmm. forgive me God for that. And then I go do it again.
2: Was it your mom's prayers that ultimately pulled you back to the Lord? It was my mom and dad's prayers, but ultimately it was my divorce. Wow.
1: So I got—I was married 23 years together, 31, and I—you could not ask for a more selfish person than me in my relationship with him because it was all about me. That's hard for me to believe. I know. For 31 years, you think were you selfish? Oh. I was probably selfish for 40 years because Mm -hmm. I was, so there's four girls. They lost a girl too. My poor dad. That's why he was bald. He had all girls. Um, So there was three of us and we were all very close in age. And then nine years later, my youngest sister came along and she took my spot. Mm. And I was so angry at her because I was the baby. And now here she came. We're really good friends now.
2: Good, good. I didn't like her. Well, that is hard when you're a kid, yeah, because you were kind of dethroned <laughs>
1: from I was your dethroned. princess status, yes, mm. um, so selfishness is it, it's always been there, and i don't I never knew why because my ex-husband would say, "What's going to make you happy?" Mm. And I would think, and I'm like, honestly, I don't know, but I did know it was God. See, I'm going to cry <laughs> um he was always in my mind. You gotta get over this. So when I got divorced, I lost my job within less than a year. I had been at that company for twenty three years. So I'm divorced. I just bought a house and I have no job. My children were adults when by the time we divorced and um they took it really hard. So it's a big deal even when you're an adult. It child. is an adult because that's all they knew was sure. us together. And we never really fought. It was just that he was an alcoholic. I was selfish. I was mean, mean to the point where I would just say nasty things just to hurt him because I was hurting.
2: And he couldn't fill that hole. He couldn't. And he was maybe trying at times.
1: He was mm-hmm. from time to time. And I was always searching. What's going to make me happy? What? You know, so I'd go drink alcohol. Well, party girl at the time <clears throat> and then you have to come home and reality hits you. So not that I drank a lot, but I, when I drank, I I did it good. Um, so there, I was always searching for that happiness and I just couldn't find it. Mm-hmm. And so during the divorce, I knew I had to get back into the church. And So I was going to church, but I was still on the weekends like, oh, you know, I can still have my party fun. And I knew God was like, Nope, gotta stop it. You have to stop that. So I I committed my life back to him. And and I had I had to go first of all, you have to forgive yourself because you've done things in your life that you know you shouldn't have done. Even though I knew God forgave me, all the partying, the mischief, I was very mischievous. (laughs)
2: Do you think it's harder to forgive ourselves or to forgive others? No,
1: it's so Mm -hmm. hard to forgive yourself because even once, you know, God's forgiven you and you've forgiven yourself and Satan's going to be in the back of your mind saying, no, but remember that time you did this? God probably didn't forgive you for that, but he did. Mm -hmm. And so, yes, it's harder to forgive yourself than others. But I did have to go ask my ex for forgiveness and
2: Oh, I want to unpack that story because that was one of the hardest things that you had oh. to do. You know, it says in Revelation 10 that that the enemy is the accuser of the brethren day and night. So he harasses us, harasses us. Even when God forgives us, we have the devil on on our tail. He's saying, oh, Always. you did this, you did, you know, but God wants to lift that shame. He had he lifted that for you first? Before you went to talk to your husband or was this all together in no, one? It, he lifted that from me first. And you have to you
1: have to forgive yourself because if you don't forgive yourself, you may say I'm, I forgave that person. But you really haven't because it's still going to be in your soul. Mm-hmm. It's going to be in the back of your mind because Satan, like you said, is going to be back there just snipping in your ear the whole time. Mm-hmm. Um, so no, I had to forgive myself, which was hard because I was like. The selfish me was like, oh, I didn't do anything
2: wrong. <laughs> we have to admit our we had. To, did ha- you write these on paper? Or, I mean, how, what was the process? You just called them out out loud to God or in, in your did. quiet time? I
1: did. I didn't write them down because that piece of paper would be very long. <laughs> um, so, like, every night I would be praying. I would say, forgive me for this, 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 and this. And then I got to the point where I'm like, did I miss something? I don't know. So I would say to God, show me.
2: Oh, that's good.
1: Is there something I've missed that I need forgiveness for? And there wasn't. He didn't show me anything. So I was like, okay, I'm good. And then he kept telling me, you have to go ask him for forgiveness.
2: So you had to go and ask Ooh, your husband to forgive you. Yes, your ex-husband. Husband,
1: yes. And let me tell you, it was like
2: two and a half years and I fought him. Don't mm. fight God. So you, you drug your feet for a long time because it was just felt like a mountain.
1: It did because I knew I needed to forgive him, but I wanted him to forgive me. And I didn't know that if I could get that. And I didn't know if I could face that if he didn't forgive me. Mm. So, um, it was a struggle. Do you think he
2: did forgive you or is he still working on that?
1: No, I think he did. Wow. Yeah. So I had to go pick up my grandson from his house which was my house. He still lives in the same house. And God, the whole drive there kept saying, this is your time. This is your time. And I was like, no, no, I can't. I can't. I can't. And he's like, yes. So he happened to be inside and I I asked him to come outside. And his girlfriend at the time, they're married now, was kind of looking at me like.
2: What are you doing? Yeah. Mm
1: -hmm. So he came outside and I said, hey, I got to talk to you. I said, this is really hard, but I said, I really need you to forgive me Hmm. for all the things that I've done. I said, I wasn't the perfect wife. I said, our marriage wasn't the perfect. I said, I know now why. And that's because God wasn't number one. Yeah. Which is very important. You have to have God number one in your, in your really, any relationship. That's right. And he knows me and he looked at me and he said, are you sick? and I said no and he's like you don't have cancer he's like this is not you
2: so he knew he knew it was real
1: he knew it was real so and he's like you know I forgive you he's like we had some good times in our marriage which we did yeah um but he 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 turned to me and he said you know I need you to forgive me because I wasn't perfect either and that was like
2: incredible
1: yeah it was, was so, so incredible. Y- healing
2: really and
1: I'll tell you that weight, as soon as I said those words, were lifted from me, mm. completely. My like my shoulders even dropped, and I will tell people that I witnessed too that it's such a freeing moment to finally have that forgive complete forgiveness from
2: everybody. Mm. You know, and I I think about the obedience to God. If you would have ignored God's request yeah. to go to Him, that could still be. uh, on your shoulders.
1: It would be holding me back. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be the person I am today. And my prayers at night are for people to find that peace and that healing and that forgiveness. Yes. Because it's so freeing. It really is. And it's a struggle. People have that struggle. And it's funny because I'll have people just out of the blue. I don't even know them will come up and tell me their life story. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, all right, God, I guess this is my way of witnessing to people.
2: They see that love for God in you, Patty. You know, one thing you said that's kind of interesting, you said that, you know, it wasn't all bad, you know, Uh that you had some good times. Sometimes I tell women, can you still look back and say, let's hold on to the few good things because don't let the enemy steal those as well. Exactly. Those were, those were important times the good things sometimes he wants to like wipe out everything and there there were some good things in there as there well there was yes Oh, I love the forgiveness piece. I I love the restoration. Patty, that is such a beautiful testimony. Thank you for sharing. Well, I'm Jennifer Jackson, and you've been listening to Simply for Women. I hope that you'll go to JenniferJackson.com. I have resources for you. There are some free prayer downloads, and you can download those today. You can also listen to all the previous episodes. There's a story in there that's going to meet your need and, and change your life. Because God is with you and he loves you so much. I pray that today you can forgive yourself. And maybe there's someone that you need to go to and say, I need you to forgive me. God's moving in our lives, isn't he? He's changing us. He's growing us. Well, you've been listening to Simply for Women. We hope that today's show has been a blessing to you as
1: you seek to simply live out your faith. To hear today's show again, or to share it with a friend, search Simply for Women wherever you get your podcasts, or visit Jennifer's website at jenniferjackson.com. That's jenniferjackson.com. Thanks for joining us on Simply for Women. Take time today to simply
2: be, simply be with God.